And welcome back, Banter Mites. Today, I would say that we're maybe going back to our roots, or maybe we never left them. I'm not really sure. But today, there's going to be a lot of arguing, a lot of hot takes, and to be honest, you could leave this episode angry, and if you do, I think we succeeded. So be ready, because we're going to say some things that you actually probably definitely don't agree with. And if you do, well, then I guess we have found a friend in each other. So sit back, relax, get ready to tense up at some hot takes, and we'll see you on the other side of the intro. I love how you used, get ready to tense up. There'll be some there'll be some clenching going on. Some clenching <laughs> <laughs> this episode. Um, I mean, you know, Wes, we just uh, this show is called Banter. I hardly know her, right? And we just get message after message from our adoring fans, like, "Where's all the banter? Where is it?" There's not a, okay. We don't really get the messages, but I don't know. I got it. I got into a fight with someone the other day on our Instagram over High School Musical. So, <laughs> but we have had people tell us in the past, "You guys don't really banter all that much for a show called Banter." I hardly know her. Yeah. So get who, ready. Who would have thought that we agree on so many movie topics? I mean, we really do. It's more life topics that we tend to get, disagree on. Yeah, get fiery about. <laughs> I mean, and then of course there's the whole Tobey Maguire and and uh, Andrew Garfield debacle. Yeah, since um, Andrew Garfield is the worst Spider-Man. I mean, I just think he's a fantastic actor, which also means he's a fantastic Spider-Man in my mind. So <laughs> there's your yeah. first bit of uh, there's your first bit of bantering. Yeah, just so everyone knows, Perry wouldn't let me use that one because we use it too much. Yeah, I was like, I was like, okay, what's he gonna say? Is he gonna say I have a definitive opinion that Tobey Maguire is better than Andrew Garfield? And then everybody who listens is like, okay, I'll check that off my bingo board for banter. I hardly know her. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that could be so fun. <laughs> That's true, a bingo board. We should do that. Do it. Yeah. Hey, uh, uh, Sarah Lantis probably listening. She sounds like a person that would love to put together a bingo board for of banter. All the I know her. Yeah, yeah, the things that we say all the time. <laughs> Man, I know. I just know, Perry. I'm gonna get a text on Wednesday after this drops, and she's gonna be like, "Yes, I'll do it right now." <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. The oh, bingo man. board. Yep, perfect. So anyway, uh, before we get into some of your definitive opinions, Wes, because you are mm-hmm. an opinionated man. I really am. Sometimes I hide them, but I do have them. Oh, you've got to hide them sometimes these days, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 let's be honest, we're still going to be filtering ourselves just just a little. Personally, I'm worried that Wes is going to tell me that he just doesn't like my voice. He's going to be like, oh. Perry, your voice sucks. Perry, you have a beautiful voice for radio. I have a face for radio too, right? Absolutely. That's so a, that's also on the bingo card. <laughs> we say that so much. <laughs> I think I think the uh, the free space, you know, like the one in the middle, uh-huh. that should be a goofy movie. Just just a goofy a, movie. A, just a full on advertisement. <laughs> like you get that space because you know we're gonna say something about it. Yeah, and it's not even like it's it's a it's a not a free space, but it's essentially a free space. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, or or just saying a friend of the pod or something like that, but. Mm. Anyway, all right, uh, Wes. A lot of news has kind of happened in the last couple of weeks. A lot of news in in some of our fandoms. Um, yeah. I mean, so WandaVision has ended. It did. And 
I don't believe we talked about it. Oh, we did we talk. Did. We did talk about it a little bit. You're right. Because we, we were afraid of spoilers, but then we decided yes. we didn't care. Yes, I didn't love the ending. Um, it wasn't super satisfying. It just felt like you know. Meh. I loved episodes like four through seven, and mm-hmm. and those were incredible. But now we have Captain America, uh, or excuse me, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is mm-hmm. two episodes in. I've seen the first one. I haven't seen the second one. I haven't seen the second one yet either. We're, we're recording on a fr- on a Friday, so. Second one came out today. But Wes, one episode in, and I can already tell I'm going to like this more, I think. What about okay. you? Okay. Is that a hot take to you? Um, That's not to say I didn't love WandaVision. I think I'll probably, yeah, loved WandaVision. I probably will like it more. I love Bucky a lot. Yeah. Like, Bucky is one of my top, I mean, I feel like saying top ten Avengers is too vague, but, like, he's up there for me. Yeah. I think he's great. And so, and I know it's canonized in the comics that both Falcon and Bucky become Captain America. You know what I mean? Well, in two different comic like timelines, basically. So I'm interested to see what happens there. I wish we just had Noah on call or Mike. I mean, I almost have Mike on call because he's just a few apartments over, but I wish we just had one of them on call to just be like, press a buzzer. Like, Hey, we have a Marvel question. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what is the two, what is the difference between when these two become Captain America in the comics? Yeah. So, yeah, but I, I'm excited. I really am. I really am. I think it's really cool. Like the whole because like Bucky is he's like new now like he's normal you know what I mean yeah he this is like the first time Bucky has been normal yeah hi I'm normal and and hi I'm normal and then <laughs> Falcon's out here doing the most with the Air Force man that opening scene was sick it was it was like it was. 15 we, minutes of just like I don't know how flying. long action packed flying just the the tech of his of his suit super yeah. cool and really cool this is an interesting. Uh, this actually transitioned us nicely into another thing we wanted to talk about. I don't know about you, but so I've seen the trailer as well. It's not as much. There's more in the trailer. I feel like so more than in the first episode, but the villain with the whole mask thing that he puts on. And then he has like a little monologue in the trailer about how he doesn't want there to be any more supers, any more superheroes. He wants to, to everybody to be on an equal playing field. And it makes me think of, I believe his name was, was like Aman, uh, Aman, Aman from, uh, Aman from Korra, Legend of Korra season one. My favorite villain in Korra for sure. When he, yeah, he's just such, he's got the mask on and he talks Mm -hmm. about wanting no benders because that's not equal. Yeah. It's unfair. Even though though he's a bender. Spoiler. Oh my gosh, (laughs) man. I would love to get someone from. We've been trying to talk, trying to get in touch with people from either Avatar or Legend of Korra, and we've had a f- couple back and forths here and there, trying to get some people on the show, but nothing, uh, out yet. nothing yet. Still working on it. We would love to get that uh, set up because we just love those shows. And speaking of those shows, um, well, the the big news is the Avatar Studios, which is a couple weeks old at this point. But we haven't mm-hmm. talked about it. Um, that. In the as the streaming wars go, uh, Paramount yeah. Paramount, Plus Paramount Plus wants to cash in on the the hit that is bigger than it's ever been probably since mm-hmm. going to Netflix, which is the Avatar universe of those two shows. 
And so they have hired back on Brian Konietzko and da- Michael Dante DiMartino away from Netflix because they were working on a, on a live action adaptation for Netflix. And now they are starting the Avatar Studios, which is going to launch with a feature film. Yes. And then and then go and then apparently explore with other shows and spinoffs and whatnot uh, in the Avatar universe. So what what was your reaction to that news, Wes? Excitement and fear. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Excitement because. I mean, when you watch at least in my in my mind, so when you watch the OG, the last airbender and then you watch Korra, you, you there's a lot of things that you still want to know about. Like I want to know what happened between like Ozai being defeated and then Korra becoming the avatar. Yeah. And I want to know what happened with like Kiyoshi before Aang and they say that the waterbender before Aang was a total train wreck. Like I want to see what that was like. And yeah, true. We got to see a little bit of um we got to see a little bit of Roku action, you know, uh, kind of like a synopsis of his life. So I don't really need much on him, but there's just, yeah, there's a lot that I want to know about. I want to know a lot. And so that's the excitement part. Fear, you know, a lot like Full Metal Alchemist, Avatar Last Airbender is great because it has a definitive number of episodes. It has ended and it was almost spaced out perfectly, right? Yeah. Yeah, and so it worries me that we're just gonna add to it. I'm like, ooh, let's not make this a money trap, please. Yes, there is a such thing as too much of a good thing. Yeah, um, but it's called diabetes. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but as it stands right now, I would say I think there is definitely demand for more. There's there's so much yeah. more lore that could be explored. Um. But they gotta know when to stop. I mean, you look at look at a, a fantastic universe, um, creative creative space, not fantastic for of how, how to train your dragon. Yeah, you look at it that way. How to Train Your Dragon has a very compact three movie trilogy. So the first one starts with Hiccup at like age like twelve or something, fourteen maybe. Yeah. Probably like 14, 15, yeah. And then the the last one ends with Hiccup being over maybe... Two, well, I guess at the very end, he's probably like 30 at the very end of the show or the third movie. But the majority of the third movie, he's probably like 22, 23, 24 in that range. So it goes from him being this kid, the shy kid and the villain at the beginning is his dad because his dad and him just don't understand each See, other. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then to the third movie where he's, you know, he's battling the some of the biggest villains that are in their world, trying to protect the dragons. And mm-hmm. uh, anyway, so you, you all know how much we love How to Train a Dragon. You can check that off the bingo card. Yep. But, uh, but, but also, in addition to their compact three movie trilogy, which they, I think they just did such a perfect job opening and closing and and not going too far with it, like you know, some series is Shrek. Mm-hmm. Um, Rip. They also have a, a, a TV show on mm-hmm. Net, on Netflix, which is very also very uh, filled with expanding the universe, talking more about the dragons, goes more into some of the characters, but it's not too much. It's like it all takes place between the first and the second movie, so that's mm-hmm. also pretty compact. So I, I think that series does a great job of like giving you tons of this amazing world, but not giving you too much of... Right. 
of these lives that it just gets sloppy. Um, and yeah, anyway, so I'm, I'm hoping that avatar can, the avatar studios can give us more, but not give us so much that it's like, okay, we have had this great series, avatar, the last airbender, one of the best series of all time. Mm -hmm. And now they're going to just pick up where that ends. And what if, what if they can't match the dynamic that kind of Mars, it, you know, like it's scary. Yeah. So, but with with the original creators, like I I trust them. I think I think I trust them. I think they know like the they can keep the nobility of <clears throat> what they made alive, which is right. one of the reasons why I which is why I do like Korra because it's not the original Avatar right. series. It is very different, and I will say yeah. I like I've been clear that I don't like it nearly as much. I mean, you, which is you, fine. You don't like it nearly as much either, but you do. But you like it more than I do. It seems like. Yeah, I, I, it's very fair to not like it as much because it is totally different. And I'm glad yeah. that it's different so that we're not just cabbaging on to, like, we're not riding the coattails of the yeah. first one. And, man, that second season of Korra. Like, I love parts of Korra. Parts of Korra are just awesome, intense, gripping. Mm-hmm. And then there's other parts of Korra where I'm like, this is stupid or this is too much drama. or Like, the first six episodes of Korra, I was about to quit because it just felt like high school drama. Which, Except I mean, but you love that stuff, Wes, so... Um, <laughs> as someone who has watched all nine seasons of One Tree Hill, Perry Cora does not have high school drama. I guess the first six episodes it just felt like it was all about does Cora have a crush on this guy or this guy or whatever, blah blah blah. So they draw you in. So they draw you in. Yeah, and then Amon shows up in the last six episodes of that season are really good. But yeah. and then anyway. Uno, and then Unalak. Ah, Unalak. Ah. Yeah, season two not good. Iro's in it, so that's cool. But yep. <laughs> Yep, season three, excellent. Season four yeah, has its good and bad. So yeah, we could we could possibly see ourselves doing a whole um, episode on Cora someday. Um, maybe contingent on if we end up finding someone that's willing to come on the pod from Legend mm-hmm. of Cora, could uh, could play a factor. So At Dante Bosco, <laughs> Dante. Yeah, I guess he's technically in Legend of Cora too. Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, Wesley. Robinson yes, Wesley. Sir. Yes. <laughs> we yes, have uh, we have some opinions to get to of yours. We do. We do. And I am just I'm just excited to hear you just remove that filter off your dirty mouth and hear about some things, some some unpopular opinions that you may have that some people out here may disagree with. I'm gonna do my best to play a little devil's advocate, even if I mm-hmm. agree with you, because on some of these it's possible that I agree with you. So I'm gonna to try to play a little devil's advocate, maybe spur on some of the listeners to that are uh, that maybe don't see eye to eye with that with your opinions, so that I can speak for them since they're mm-hmm. not here. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. Cool beans, Wes. All right, the floor is yours. All right, Perry. Number one, baseball is the most boring sport ever made. Ooh. Okay, please explain. Go go deeper. You That's tell hot. me. You tell me how a sport where you can pack a fat lip of dip and still compete is exciting. I mean... You you tell me, Perry, watching <laughs> someone throw a ball every four minutes <laughs> is exciting. You tell me watching someone getting a hit two out of ten times at bat, not per pitch, at bat, is exciting. And you know what we all hate, Perry? What, what do we all learn hate? to hate? We all hate social distancing. You tell me how a sport that is 
already socially distance is exciting. <laughs> True. It's all it's all about distancing, isn't it? It's like people are like, oh, he's trying to touch me. I got to run. <laughs> exactly. It was COVID uh, before COVID was cool. Oh, man. Um, but, but come on. You you're this is coming from a guy who's the biggest fan of NASCAR. Which is why it's a hot take. Yeah. I mean you've never you've never sat down with Mark Hall and J B and Alan Hall to watch some Cubs baseball? I hated that experience. <laughs> I hated that experience. I also don't like the Cubs, so that probably didn't help. But Yeah. Here's the yeah, Perry, yeah, I do I love NASCAR. I'm a NASCAR junkie. But you know why? They are flying, not flying, they are racing at death-defying speeds in hunks of metal. You tell me how that gets your heart pumping less than a pitch every four minutes. What about golf? That's a hot take later on. Okay, because I'm someone who loves golf. I know you do. And you've watched plenty of golf with me when we lived together. I find golf much more exciting than baseball. baseball. Because... at least the way golf is broadcasted is you'll have a group of three guys. You watch them all hit from where they are. They'll switch to the next group while the guys are watching to the thing. So maybe they've just golf just is broadcasting themselves better, but baseball is trash. And you know what, Perry? <laughs> Last night there was a baseball game on TV in the establishment that I was in. It was the Cubs against the Dodgers. The Cubs were wearing their blue jerseys and their white pants. Okay. The Dodgers were wearing their blue jersey and their white pants. (laughs) So obviously not (laughs) – they're also – not only is it the slowest sport to watch, they're obviously the slowest mentality of people because they wore the exact same thing. Yeah. I mean, it's spring training. I don't care. So – they're not getting I, any more. They're not learning to be exciting in spring training. Yeah, I will say I don't watch a lot of baseball, um, but I've watched some really exciting baseball games. In in usually only in the playoffs, usually only when eliminations on the line. Yeah, exactly. Much. Game sevens. Yeah, um, but also I I will agree with you on this. I've also watched some games where innings take so long because it's like. Pitching change After every pitching. batter for like while you're in a jam, and I know that they they used to even have this thing where it's like you could pit you could uh, d- make a pitching change like in between batters. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. like in the same in the same at bat, um, and I think they have the new a new rule in baseball where you like have to face one batter. Maybe mm. I think that's a rule. Um, so, I mean, that helps not much, but maybe not a much. smidge. They, I think they started introducing basically a shot clock. Oh, okay. Thank God. So, so Wes, if, if baseball is trash, what is America's pastime? Um, I honestly think it's football now. Oh, yeah? I really do. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Do. Even though Roger Goodell is like garbage, it's, yeah. People seem to not like him very much. Hey, we can't all be Adam Silver, man. It's true. It's true, man. Uh, we'll definitely, we definitely will have some people who are baseball fans that probably uh, not super happy about that comment. But also, I definitely, I, I would 
say that the majority of our listeners probably not baseball fans. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I guess All we'll right. find out. All right. Ready for hot take number two, Perry? Let's hear it. You kind of gave me this one, but when you said it, I agreed. Drake is overrated. Drake is overrated. Okay, please explain. I have only ever enjoyed one Drake song in my life. And you know why I've only ever enjoyed one? Because the rest of them sound exactly the same. <laughs> so you don't need to listen to any of them except one. Interesting. What? What's that one? Jumpman. Okay. Big fan. So you're not a, you don't like Hotline Bling? Oh, hate it. You don't like uh I can't even think of other Drake songs. Marvin's cause... World, Marvin's, Marvin's Room. <gasps> That's the one 2K would always play when he was depressed. <laughs> I guess. He, 2K would always walk in the door and he'd say, "Do you want to listen to Drake and cry about every girl we've ever known?" And I might have said yes, but I definitely meant no because Drake is bad. Also, tell me, tell me, Perry, how someone can go from being not even the star, but a co-star on Degrassi The Next Generation, a Canadian teen drama, and go to the top rapper in the world. I think that's fake news. <laughs> Something fishy's going on there. Also, mm. what NBA team has he not been a fan of? That's a good question. He's a fan of wherever he can get name drop, you know? Yep. Like, wherever people... Like, wherever... You know, people will be like, oh, my gosh, it's Drake. Like, give him courtside seats. Like, oh, my God. Like, I dap him up during the game. Whatever. He just, he. I think Drake loves being famous. He's trash. trash. Here's a, does, he he, even have, does he even have a Grammy? Yeah, you check, that, look check that out, Wes. That's a, Let me look that up. Because if he doesn't, then he really is trash. He might have, like, some crappy Grammy that doesn't mean anything. Drake has four Grammys. <laughs> The first one being for Best Rap Album for Take Care in 2013. Wouldn't know. Didn't listen to it. (laughs) In 2017, Best Rap Slash Song Performance and Best Rap Song he won for Hotline Bling, which we know is garbage. (laughs) And then in 2019, he won the Grammy for Best Rap Song with God's Plan. Okay. God's plan. I don't Which know. Is not good. Every every single line that he is it called singing or sings raps. I don't even know. It's just like a moan or a monotone <laughs> mumble. Well, he's got this. You got you got to deliver it with that kind of like nasally like thing that's like in between. Like so, it kind of sounds like they're auto tuning you, but you're not actually. It's like your voice. It's like he's a disgrace to Canadians. He's a disgrace to Canadians. The Mounties should come and take him back and put him in a cell. I'm not going to be doing a great job being a devil's advocate with this one because I gave you the idea. <laughs> but I will say here's here's a here's a, th- a statement that maybe validates your your opinion. Would you, you would you agree? Yeah. I said here's a statement that maybe validates your opinion. W- would you agree that that Drake is more of a meme than anything else? I think. People, I think Drake becoming a meme in several instances, because there's the Hotline Bling one, and then there's like the, I think the album, was it called Places or Scorpion? I don't know, where, where he's sitting on top like the Space Needle, you know? Oh, yeah. The Sky Needle, whatever it's called. And they, so people started placing him on so many different things, that meme. Uh-huh. Um, 
I think those memes made him more famous. Sure. And then, I mean, now he's in a State Farm commercial, so like... With a little heart on his hair. Ugh, disgusting. Um, I kind of like it. (laughs) And... It's like the, uh, it's like the, what's it, the, the K-Jewelers never-ending love collection. Oh. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about where they got the, like, yes, I know the exactly hearts that, like, intertwine. Yeah, all right. The thing that's been a Christmas gift since, like, uh, 2009. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, and I think, you think you're right. People do just memorize their lyrics because they know it's going to be there, and that'll make them cool. It's cool. It's cool to know Drake, or to listen also, to Drake. Also, his, his name isn't Drake. It's Aubrey. His name is Aubrey. <laughs> Come on. I know that my first name is is laughable, but that's even worse. There's definitely some like artists that you like you just for the just for the vibe or for people looking at you or whatever, you play certain artists really loud and roll down the windows of your car and then you other artists you play less loud and keep your windows up (laughs) yeah i definitely okay when i was in college like and and i had the acura tl for a while that didn't have air conditioning leslie leslie the acura tl um i would often if i was listening to like nf or something like that which was my was one of my favorite artists back in the day um who just released a new album but Mm -hmm. I might roll the windows down and play it loud because I'm like, hey, this is cool, right? <laughs> I'm cool. But if I was listening to like my other favorite artists, like Need to Breathe. Or Disney. Or or Disney music, yeah. Uh, you can bet the windows would be up. <laughs> Perry, so. I can tell you that I have driven through campus with Nicki Minaj blaring out my windows. So Or T-Swizzle. Which leads me to my next hot take. Okay. Taylor Swift is far and away the best artist of our generation. Ugh. Ugh. And it's not even and it's not even close. I mean, okay, so here's the thing. There's a lot of people that would agree with you because it's true. Because obviously she's super popular on Spotify, Apple Music, whatever, like huge. I don't know who I would pick other than her. Exactly. I mean, who else could it be? Jay Beebs? No. Ed Sheeran? No. Could be Ed. Let me just, let me just, uh, hang on, Perry. I'm rolling out some stats here. If my internet would load. Okay. What about Beyonce, your girl? Of our generation, Perry. Oh, is she older? Yeah, that's right. Let me, let me give you some stats here, Perry. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift in 2010. Won the Grammy for Album of the Year. Arguably the most sought-after Grammy you can win. She did that at age, like, 20, which is insane. With a country album. In whenever 1989 came out, she won, became the first woman ever to win Album of the Year at the Grammys twice. And this time with a pop album. And this year, she joined only Stevie Wonder and Paul Simon as the only people to win Album of the Year three times. Also, Perry, this woman wrote and cranked out two albums in 2020, which is insane. That's unheard of. Yeah, but they were both pretty eh. She won a Grammy. <laughs> I'm beginning to think Grammys mean nothing. She won Album of the Year. So yeah, who, it obviously... who picks those things? The Academy. 
Yeah, but I mean, like, if you're looking at, like, the Golden Globes, I'm pretty sure the Golden Globes is, like, 88 white guys only. I guarantee like, the nothing means. else. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a conglomerate of people from the industry over the history of time. I guess it's something like that. Mm. Which so that's insane. Also, she crossed genres and was successful. Not something that usually happens. She was better in her first genre. Maybe, maybe. Uh, so Perry, not only did she win those, she's been nominated for album of the year, I think four times, which is wild. She also has turned her concerts and her tours into absolute spectacles. Like, massive production quality, insane stuff going on. Have you been? No, but I went on my bucket list. And let's not forget, Perry, here's the big thing. Let me count. I think she has she cranked out nine albums. I think it's nine. She also dropped a song at midnight, just so you know. Last night. Really? Is it good? Yeah. It was solid. I will say, uh, Wes, there's three Taylor Swift albums currently in the U.S. Top 50. Ta-da. So that's that's a lot. Okay, so she's dropped one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine studio albums. And Perry Wilson, she wrote them all. That's insane. Well, you don't just do that. Question for you guys, the fans. Is Taylor Swift the artist of our generation? Absolutely. If, she if is. not, who is it? Is it Drake? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, that's not a horrible argument as far as popularity goes. Yeah, honestly. It's it's not even close, Perry. Taylor Swift has revolutionized our generation, and she is she's an incredible lyricist. I don't know how I can't imagine Perry, I can't I don't know about you, but I'm so untalented. I can't imagine writing one song. You know what Taylor Swift likes? Baseball. Does she like baseball? I don't know. I think she's thrown out the first pitch a few times. That doesn't mean she likes baseball. Okay, I'm sure any B-list <laughs> celebrity has thrown out a first pitch. Are you calling Taylor to B-list celebrity? <gasps> no, she's S-tier. S, 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 S tier. S tier. Uh, she's, she's supremely incredible. sinister. She's incredible. By far, far and away, she puts every... I'm going to say it, Perry. She puts Beyonce in the dirt. Wow! Whoa! Actually, I'm... I'm I'm fueled by that statement. I'm I'm fired up. I love it. Not big bad, you know. Beyonce. Whatever. Beyonce's never won album of the year. She's come close. She's probably got shorted a couple times. Mm. But Taylor Swift has surpassed Beyonce in all popularity in my book. You're probably right. I mean, let's check Spotify. Who listens to them? Okay, wait, wait. According to this, The Weekend is number one currently. million monthly listeners. Jay Beebs, number two. Dua Lipa, I don't even know who that is, number three. Yeah. Ariana Ariana Grande, number four. Drake, number five. Jay Balvin, number six. Ed Sheeran, number seven. Bruno, eight. Maroon, five, number nine. And then, perfect, just in in time for Easter, Bad Bunny. (laughs) (laughs) T Swift -Swift is is currently 19. 19th at 44. Million. But she's still better than all of them. Selena Gomez has more? Billy Eyelash? Selena Gomez just released an album, I think. Anyway, Perry, she's the artificial generation. Can't tell me otherwise. Okay, I'm going to go with Ed Sheeran. That's 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 who I pick. Okay, that's fine. You can be wrong. Okay. and uh, I mean, I you know as well as I, I love jamming to some of that old T-Swift. New stuff, not so much. Old T-Swift? That's always a bop. I love it all. <laughs> all right. Uh, 
a lot of the T-Swift fans out there, I'm sure you guys Perry, are backing just, up Wes on this. Just think, after one more album, we could do an episode that's a top. That's our ranking the top 10 Taylor Swift albums, because there'll be 10. Uh, we could, couldn't we? Uh, I think, we, I think totally, we will. We totally could. <laughs> albums? I, so I gotta listen to every song if we're doing that? Jeez. Oh, yes. Alright, Perry, are you ready for the next one? Yeah. I don't know if this one is too much of a hot take. This is something I feel in my heart. I don't know how much of a hot take it is. Channing Tatum is just hot and not that talented. Ooh. Do go on. Quote Wes Richardson. Please. (laughs) Somebody put that on a shirt. What? Channing Tatum is just hot and not that talented? Channing Tatum is just hot. Dot, dot, dot. And then on the back of the shirt, it says, and not that talented. <laughs> so just on the front, it says, Channing Tatum is just hot, dot, 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 Wes Richardson. And then on the back, <laughs> on the back, it, it finishes it. Someone put that on a shirt for us. We'll get that onto, uh, onto um, Redbubble. Not, not sponsored. So, I mean, yeah, he's just boring. I mean, 21 and 22 Jump Street, those were jokes. I like, did. Sure. I did just watch Twenty One Jump Street recently, and and like sure a you lot. get some laughs, but that doesn't mean he's talented. Sure. In fact, I would say those movies would argue on my side that he's not that talented. Yeah, I haven't seen Magic Mike because I, why I would I? I haven't either. But that even more feeds the theory. Yeah, it's a movie about being hot. <laughs> yeah. Um. He, he looks. I mean, he. It's. It kind of feels like what Rob Gronkowski would be if he left sports okay is, hang on. is I what love, Channing I, Tatum is okay but I love Rob Gronkowski so that's not really gonna help my opinions here. ah okay Rob Gronkowski is more comedically talented than Channing Tatum his his manscaped commercials are actually kind of hilarious they're so funny <laughs> um also the only Channing Tatum move so I haven't seen The Vow with Rachel either. McAdams which I should see because I just love Rachel McAdams is, so is that one he actually like serious yeah Oh, wow. Yeah, the plot line is, like, she has, like, some kind of amnesia, or every day when she wakes up, she can't remember him, and so, like, he, like, it's almost like 50 First Dates, I think. Like, uh, yeah. Which Apparently I've it's, definitely it's a, seen. It's a chick flick. Well, I only know 50 First Dates, just because the title is very obvious. Gotcha. Um, My favorite Channing Tatum movie, Perry? Step Up. I haven't seen that either. You should watch it. It's there's some heart. There's some, there's some teary moments. Is it is it funny? But, no, it's serious. Oh, yeah. So I, so it, so why would I watch it if it's Channing Tatum not being funny? You know, Perry. Fair point, and that argues my side even more. You didn't argue <laughs> this one very much. I I I don't know. I think Channing Tatum's not bad. Like, uh, I don't know how to argue this one. I I don't think he's I don't think he's awful. That's about all I got. What about what about that movie with him and Mila Kunis where they had like elf ears and they were from Mars or something? Wasn't that a train wreck? Oh, oh, oh. Um Jupiter Ascending? Yeah. I didn't watch it, but yes. I heard it was I heard it was a train wreck. Yeah, I heard it was bad. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. All right, Perry, you ready for this next one? Sure. This is definitely one where we should have uh phoned in Noah. But Okay. DC superheroes are better than Marvel superheroes. Whoa, okay. Uh... Hear me out. Hear me out, Perry. All right. Just just the superheroes in general. If you came up to me off the street and held a gun to my head and you said, 
give me name two superheroes, I would immediately say Batman and Superman. Immediately. Because they're the most iconic. Now, granted, Spider-Man is my favorite, but that's instantly where my mind goes is Superman and Batman. What DC has done to their movies is a crime. <laughs> yep. And, except I haven't seen the Snyder Cut. People are loving the Snyder Cut, just so, just so we put that out maybe there. Maybe there's hope. But without Superman, Batman, if you ask me, superheroes don't don't happen. I think they're more important to the essence of being a superhero than Marvel. Okay, okay. Also, 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 Perry, in Marvel and DC, there are two main characters that have no powers. They are Black Widow, who is a hot take I have later on, sneak peek and batman and batman is dope <laughs> wait what about hawkeye sure whatever okay batman's still better than him too he's better than them combined i'm just saying perry dc superheroes are way more iconic and marvel superheroes are just in the now now granted marvel wait, what movies... about tony stark tony stark doesn't tony have stark. superhero he doesn't have superpowers Okay, well, he shoots lasers from his robot suit hand, so that's fine. I mean, there's not a whole lot of difference between Tony Stark and Batman in terms of... Batman, they Batman both does those... more with less. Maybe so. You can say that a lot of, about a lot of men. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm just, I, I stand by it, Perry. DC superheroes are better than Marvel superheroes. They are more iconic. They have contributed... More to the superhero genre before Marvel movies came out. Had DC not done a trash job with their movies in recent time. Yeah, but I'm, totally I'm, I'm all about the recency bias on this one. Because, okay, I love myself some Batman. And that Batman mm-hmm. trilogy is the best superhero trilogy of all I think, time. Didn't you and I both call it our best trilogy I, on I our episode? I think we did. Episode? I think we did. It's incredible it's better than any three mm-hmm. like i think that's better than if you put avengers endgame and avengers infinity war and i guess regular avengers forget ultron, ultron was- <laughs> yeah those three i mean it's I, I think the dark knight trilogy is better than those three so that's maybe a hot take right there in itself because people i know a lot of people you know two of them were on our podcast two weeks ago or however many weeks ago that would say Endgame's their favorite movie of all time i mean endgame is probably in my is in my top two favorite movies of all time, but the Dark Knight series is still better. Yeah, I, there's just I, there's something about the the continuity of those three movies that the way they go together, the way the character is built. But outside of Batman, and since I'm all about the movies, Wes, I've read very little of the comics. You know, I try to keep up with the storylines a little bit, mm-hmm. but I mean, there's nothing that DC's made for me that I just loved uh, and marvel is killing it i mean they're superheroes they just go together well there's so much chemistry so much content the actors that portray them just do fantastic job sure that's fine i mean when when your second best like superhero wonder woman okay she's good her i think gal gadot's great but the last movie that just came out this year was really pretty bad wonder woman 1984 they kind of ruined her like they're they're struggling. Aquaman, I mean Jason Momoa, he's fantastic. The movie, okay, not great. 
but you you put that up you, like you stand that one against the DC movies it makes Aquaman look fantastic you put that right. one next to Marvel movies and it's bottom tier right DC is what I'm saying I, Perry I'm not saying the DC movies are better because they're obviously not right DC has committed a crime with what they have done to their superheroes but their superheroes could be should be and in my mind are better than Marvel superheroes okay on I, on a baseline. I just haven't had the ability to see enough content to really care about most of DC superheroes. So, like, good content. I mean, I've liked some of the... Like, it's all Batman stuff that's done well for me. Like, I was going to say some Batman animated stuff's been good. Yeah. I mean, Perry, you want to know a TV series that I liked almost just as much as Avatar Last Airbender? You probably know what I'm going to say. The the Young Justice League? I haven't seen Young Justice. Teen right. Titans. Teen Titans. The original Teen Titans. That's right. With incredible. With, yeah. Incredible. But not Teen I'll, Titans Go. No, it's not. <laughs> See, like I said, Perry, a crime. <laughs> <laughs> Some people really like Teen Titans Go. One of them, my brother. He's six. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yep. Alrighty. All right. Moving on. I'll let that one fly. But I just, there's just no way in my mind that I've had enough of good content to care about any DC characters other than Batman, really. But I still have yet to see the Snyder Cut, and I do want to. Maybe we should do that together, Perry. We gotta get HBO Max. Alright, Perry, next one. Are you ready? Golf isn't a sport. And uh, we're... Closing out the podcast. And it's a final episode here. I've been around, Lenore. Glad you showed up. 54 episodes in, I believe. And we made it a long way. But it's time to finally close this show out on a really high note. Wes, it's been good having you on. Uh, stay hydrated. No, I'm just kidding. Barry, uh, golf isn't a sport. It's a game. Yeah. And what makes NASCAR more of a sport than golf? I don't know the fact that they could die. <laughs> I've been hit in the head with a golf ball. It hurts. <laughs> so that's what's wrong with you. Wait, but you can't die playing. I don't know. I'm thinking of other things that you can't die playing. That that's what are I sports. Perry, listen to me. Listen you can't me. die playing baseball. Well, you could, but you probably couldn't. I feel Perry, like you listen. probably have about just the same chance of dying getting hit in the head with a baseball than getting hit in the head with a golf drive. Perry, here's my thing. Except for that doesn't really happen in golf very often. Go ahead. Perry, living with you, I learned to love to watch golf. Okay? Yeah, it's the best napping thing of all time. And it gets exciting on Sundays. But the only time that they sweat is when they're playing a tournament in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> or if they're just a bigger guys. There's there's a few of them. Okay, John Rahm, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, John Rahm's getting cut. It's, it's, uh, it's baby season, so... His, and his wife, he's preggered, and he's getting he's getting slimming down a little bit. So I, I don't want to, like, take away from anything that golfers do because their skills are incredible and what they do is amazing. But it's just a game. It's just a game. It's not a sport. While Dustin Johnson is a total physical specimen <laughs> and could be an athlete somewhere else, he's golf is just a game. Okay, definition of sport as defined by the dictionary. An activity involving physical exertion and skill in which an individual or team competes against another or others for entertainment, it specifies even. Okay, so NASCAR's a sport. Okay, but so is golf because it is okay. an activity that involves... Under that under that definition, bowling is a sport. I suppose. Uh, under that definition, 
World Series of Poker is a sport. Okay, so golf there there is it's there's there's very high physical sports which are like okay i've had some conversations recently about why basketball is so so much more of a high difficulty skill sport than football football if you're a great athlete if you're strong you you hit the weight room and you are you know you're a great athlete big big guy you can make it in football that's why so many people play forward in college basketball and then go and play football and make you Antonio know Gates. Mo Ali Cox for the Colts he never played a down of football and until after playing college basketball and decided to come try out because all it takes is being a great athlete there's a lot of people who can catch a lot of people who can block that that's basically to say that I think probably half of the players in the NBA could play on an NFL team at least yeah at least half uh russell don't tell me russell westbrook lebron james i mean like zion williamson some of these fantastic athletes would be stars in the nfl but then the stars in the nfl couldn't come to the nba it just there's just too much skill too much skill involved now translate that to golf golf is a low athleticism high high extremely high skill sport mm-hmm. one of the highest skill sports i would say as someone who's played a lot of sports and played golf i suck at golf nowadays i used to be decent um, i mean i'd say i guess when you compare me to the vast uh group of of country club golfers that go out and drink six beers with their friends and shoot a hundred mm-hmm. maybe, maybe i am still decent when you compare me to a lot of golfers but yeah, golf is just so difficult, and in professional golf, they play against the best in the world, and all this, all the best in the world now are like actually pretty good athletes that are hitting the gym and strong, hitting the ball a mile. Bryson DeChambeau's hitting the ball 360 yards in the air now. It's just like he's – they're incredibly good at what they do. That's not going to change Wes's opinion probably. I'm not saying they aren't athletes, Perry. I'm just saying it's simply a game. They're athletes and they're competing, and it involves physical, uh, a physical element to it. I mean, it's it's similar to bowling in the sense of the skill and the muscle memory. Absolutely, but absolutely, the, the, it's a leisure. It's a, if you want to call it sport, Perry, we have to call it a leisure. Sport. But here's the difference between golf and bowling, though. Is bowling? I know that you've made, you've told me, and this is more of a, a deep cut bowling thing that a lot of people won't understand. That West understands because he's a really good bowler. As, as I would say that the bowling the, the it doesn't change. It's always a bowling alley. Wes has told me before uh, that's that wrong. that that's I guess wrong because there's different oils on the lanes, yes, right? A- anything else you'd like to tell to our our amateur bowling listeners? Oil patterns, but that different won't help oil anyone. patterns. So that doesn't help anyone. Um, but which is the same as playing on a different golf course? No, it's not the same because it's always the golf course is all uh, can be so different. So many different styles. Whereas the bowling alley is always the same length, same pins. Pins are the same di- dimensions. Whoa. Nope, they're not. No, pins are different. How different could the brands pin... of different brands, man? Are they the same exact shape? Same exact weight? Potentially, they're supposed same to be. Same material? Not always. Uh, well, it's not the same. It's not the same as playing on a different golf course. But I can see how some of those elements exist. Anyway, I disagree. Golf's a sport. Where, where are my golfers call, at? 
Where are my golfers at? If you want to call it a sport, we have to call it a leisure sport. Okay, sure. Because that's what bowling is. And technically, that's also what tennis is, but tennis is much more of a sport. They make a ton of money. They do. Also, let it be known, I still love to watch golf. I yeah, and the Masters, man, if, if Masters is coming up in a couple weeks and it's like, it feels like just a, a present to me because it feels like the Masters just happened in November. I know. So it's amazing. Oh, man. All right. You ready to move on to the next one? We're getting there. Uh, I am ready. Let's see here. Let's see here. Let's so I've got it. four left. And I don't know which one I, I'll, I know, I don't know which one I want to save for last, but this next one is fine. Okay. You, you might agree with this one, Perry. I've got, I've got a few that I want to test the waters with uh, on your opinions as well after you get through, okay. so move, we'll move a little bit quicker. Okay, Ariana Grande is extremely overrated. Yep. And you know what else, Perry? I think she's a sellout. Ooh, a sellout. So, like, that she doesn't... No. So this isn't even her brand. She just wants to be... So does that mean to you that, that she... That she just plays the music that she thinks that people will listen to, not that this is who she is. Uh, Perry, here's the thing with Ariana Grande. She's an incredible singer. She really, really is. And she's very, very talented. But she just sings really droopy pop songs. Yep. Yeah. She's the new T-Swift. Whoa. (laughs) I don't think so. Here's a hot take, Perry. Ariana Grande is actually a better singer than Taylor Swift, but Taylor Swift owns her stuff. And has made a name for herself. Ariana Grande is just riding the coattails of some popular songs and is producing subpar albums that people just keep listening to. Hmm. Interesting. I, 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 I don't know. I think Ariana Grande is a pretty good singer, but at the same time, I hate when she just goes off and riffs and like all of a sudden she just like doesn't articulate any words and they all slur together. And it's like the fact that she can do those <laughs> riffs is, is impressive. But like I said, she sells out just to get listeners, I think. Yeah. Man. All right, Perry. That was just a small one, I feel like. Okay. I didn't think you were going to disagree with that one, so not that big of a deal. Black Widow wasn't isn't wasn't cool until she died. Black Widow wasn't cool until she died. That's a, just such a that's an interesting statement. I don't know how to how to, how I feel about that. I don't know if she was ever particularly cool. I I loved Black Widow in the second movie. Second Iron Man movie, okay. but uh, back then she was just Natasha Roman. Uh, well, actually, she, she was just she didn't even know that she was that. Um, Avengers, I thought she was pretty cool. So I, I'm gonna disagree, but I think she became more of an icon when she died, and it is going into theaters, which I'm happy about. What Black Widow? Yeah, Black Widow's going into theaters. Uh, I'm pretty pissed that Luca is not going to theaters. But that's beside the point. Yeah. I just, I don't know, Perry. I just, you know, the old family guy meme where they're doing like Avengers interviews and she's like, I kick things. Uh, Yeah. It's so accurate. Also, she does the whole. If you guys, if you got, yeah, we're not even going to, if you guys are hearing that buzzing, uh, that's Wes's computer fan acting up. So if you would would like to donate. (laughs) At this point, we're just gonna go with it because it's it's, it's been a struggle. Uh, so if you hear that, we apologize. Yep. But and if you would like to donate to our technology fund, let us know. <laughs> but um, she does the same, like flying through the air, wrap the legs around the neck, throw you on the ground, move at least twice in every movie. 
She never pulls the trigger on, like, dating Bruce Banner, which makes me really upset. Sun's getting real low. She wasn't cool until she died. That's when she actually mattered. Because after she died, I was like, oh, now I'm kind of sad that she's gone. Oh, wait, I definitely didn't think that ever until now. Yeah. Huh. Well, uh, I suppose that is that is bold. I don't really, yeah, I don't really have a, I don't know. I, I, I guess I, I guess I'm disagree, but I don't really have a argument here. All right, cool. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, Perry, Burger King fries and chicken nuggets are better than McDonald's. Mm, I would argue if I didn't hate them both. Oh. <laughs> okay. They're all they're all bad. That's what I'm saying. That's my argument, guys. They're all bad. Well, Burger King nugs are like a dollar forty nine for ten, and McDonald's nugs are like six bucks. For ten? Well, I think it's like four, but it's like six something for the nugget, like ten piece nugget meal. Oh. Uh, wow. Yeah. I mean, they're all not even real chicken. What's even in there? It's like it's like that it's like the SpongeBob movie where Mr. Krabs like sells the no that's not the that's not the movie that's definitely an episode where the somebody else buys the crusty crab and then they like are just producing mm-hmm. like the crabby patties with just like gray like gray slime you yeah, know yeah. when you when you like eat it you just see gray slime so uh that's 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 what's inside Burger King and McDonald's chicken nuggets. It yep. looks like a chicken nugget on the outside. You you look inside and you just got some like gray silicone Ugh. stuff. Still though, they're better. I I've always since I was a child I liked Burger King fries better, and it's because they're thicker. Perry, you get more potato in that bite. Ah, uh, are you a, are you a steak fry guy? No, you don't like steak fries. I mean, I like so you all like fries. Them, you like them thick. You like them thick, but not too thick. Right. I like all fries. Makes I will sense. Still, I will still eat steak fries happily but not as happily as i would a normal thin cut or crinkle cut or waffle okay okay i like a nice seasoned steak fry okay cool yeah yeah all right perry i've got one more all right let's hear it and i don't think you're gonna fight me on it but i know that the majority of people in society will okay uh perry the last jedi And Wes is going to buy a new computer tonight. Uh, Perry, The Last Jedi isn't that bad. Uh, wait, no, wait, wait. The Last Jedi. Oh, yeah. I thought you were talking about The Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> I love The Last Jedi. So there you go, guys. The Last Jedi isn't bad. The Last Jedi. It is beautiful, first of all. It's beautiful. Yep. It looks so good. My favorite shot in any movie ever, ever, is when she flies through the fleet in hyperspace mm. um some people don't like luke is an angry old man hey life is hard it hardens hardens you people you know yeah suck um, it up ray is still too good too fast but we can deal with that i guess but but she's bay though yeah um and it's better than the Phantom Menace. It's better than Attack yep. of the Clones. Yep. I would probably watch it before. Well, maybe not. I was gonna say I would watch it before I watch New Hope, but then I realized I'd have to watch the Finn and Rose storyline, and I don't want to do that. 
Where where'd you put it in your ranking at episode sixteen? Uh, that was a long time ago. It was towards Skywalker, the bottom, but I don't think it was last. I feel like you had it like six or six or something like that out of ten. For I'm pretty sure I have the last Jedi at, at number three, which is so very much a hot take. This is more of a yeah, hot yeah. take for you, but I wanted to affirm you in it and let yep. you know that I agree. Guys, the last Jedi is good. Hot take. Okay. A lot better than Rise of Skywalker. A lot better. Yeah, true. Also, if you take out Finn and Rose. Probably a good movie if you take out yeah. Rose. Rose Tico. Man, so glad that she's getting some redemption as Raya. That's not to say any of my opinions on the film. Because hopefully Wes can watch it and we can talk about it for a, for a BMC. That's the plan. That's the hope. I know uh, we got some flack on the on the Insta. So. Hey, I, I yeah. I wrote that flag. <laughs> Gosh. All right, Perry. Those are my those are my definitive opinions on some things. Some All right, things Wes. I feel really strongly about. I've got some some opinions I want your opinions on. Okay. So I guess these are technically my opinions, but also I want your opinions on them, the definitive opinions. Okay. So nobody nobody come at me being like, oh Perry, you just couldn't let Wes have his definitive opinions episode. Um Friends is not that good. Friends is incredible. It is not that good. It's probably the best <laughs> sitcom of all time. It's so much worse than so many sitcoms. It's so much better than How I Met Your Mother. It's so much better than Seinfeld. It's so much better than Scrubs. It's so much better than Full House. It's so much better than Home Improvement. It's so much better than Roseanne. It's so much better than Reba. Uh, Need I go on? I mean, I've not seen most of those. It's so much better than The Andy Griffith Show. Ooh, I think there. In Perry, Maybe. even I would say it's the better office? than Go- It's way better than The Office. No, The Office is and Parks and Rec and Psych, and there's all so much better. Nope. And Ooh, Perry, friends. in fact, I would say it's better than Golden Girls. I, I'd honestly say Seinfeld's better than Friends, too. Nope. Okay, here's a. F- <laughs> Playing video games with friends should also be considered plans. <laughs> Do you get it? <laughs> no. It should be considered having plans. No. It should not. Because <laughs> only only if they're coming over to your place or you're going to their place to play the video games. Well, it's I just think it's interesting. I don't play hardly any video games anymore, but Thank God. I think I think it's interesting. Why does so many people think that like, oh, you're playing video games with friends? You must not have plans. Like like as if that's not like as someone who has enjoyed playing video games with friends, there is nothing different in my mind uh, of playing video games with your friends online, uh, whatever game, than having a phone call. Like, that's considered plans. Or then... I wouldn't consider a phone call plans. You wouldn't? No. <laughs> I don't know. I, to, to me, plans is a physical manifestation of something. You have to go somewhere and do. I mean, it, a game night. Like even even if I had a couple friends over for game nights, there's there's not much of a difference between having friends over to play a card game than playing a game on online. I just uh, it's not I, whatever. Um, I think I think I think it's not plans because playing video games with your friends via the internet. Um, can be thrown together haphazardly and without much effort. Whereas, yeah, I mean, and people can take it too far. Sure. Whereas, like, to go, like, get dinner with someone takes actual planning. 
All right, Wes, here's one. I don't particularly like Serena Williams. Oh, that's so rude. (laughs) The greatest female Uh, athlete of all time? (laughs) I mean, so here's the thing. This is something I've been quiet on because I think the world will probably hate me for saying this. I kind of hate you for saying it. Because everybody seems to look at Serena and be like, oh my gosh, this girl is the queen. She is. And it's like, she's a phenomenal athlete, and she's a mother, and she's great and whatever. She won the U.S. Open or Australian Open while pregnant. But, like, I just, there's something, I just am not a big fan, I guess. And I've also, I know, like, I've talked to people that, like, are in the tennis industry somewhat, and have told me I've been like I've heard that she's just not that nice of a person. She doesn't have to be. She's the goat. Like I've heard that Venus is a much better human being because she's not the goat. Than Serena. <laughs> so I mark it down. I am not a Serena Williams fan, Very, but Serena, I can acknowledge greatness when I see it. Though Serena she's Williams great. is more dominant than Tom Brady. Oh, that's a hot take. I don't know. It's true. Serena What's Williams? harder to win? Why, why, why then would you say that so many, so many uh, tennis players, male tennis players, have won similar amounts of, of Grand Slams? I wouldn't say and, there's so many, Perry. There's like two. There's a few. There's like Roger Federer and Rafael Nadal, and Djokovic, and Djokovic. Some I don't older, think older Djokovic guys. hasn't reached Serena Williams status. Okay, well, I don't, I don't watch tennis, but that much. But uh, I'm a Serena I, Williams fan because even. People say she might not be nice, but she has won and lost with grace every single time. I can recognize greatness. I don't particularly like her. But that's fan. fine. That's fine. Um, making your bed is pointless. Absolutely. Absolutely Why? pointless. Why would you make your bed? People say it's discipline. Blech. It's useless. I could, I could be doing with my time in the morning, Perry. I could be eating yeah. something. Yeah. I'm going to be honest, I never make my bed, my solo bed. And I know everybody's like, oh, that better change if you want to get married. It's like, sure, if, if like, you know, that's called sacrifice. Yeah, but not, <laughs> I'm willing to sacrifice but it's things, my, Right but, now it's my bed, and no one right is coming now, to see it. Yeah. So, like. I'm the only one who sleeps in it. And so I've had people walk in my apartment and be like, oh, you don't make your bed? And it's like, yeah, because I'm about to sleep in it. Exactly. And I don't even have a comforter. I live in Florida where it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> so... Oh, man. Uh, yeah, make your bed pointless. Sorry, Mom, if you're listening. Um, I still think making my bed is pointless, and I'm 24 years old. <laughs> um, no-bake cookies are terrible. Hmm, I haven't had one in a really long time. And so are oatmeal raisin. <laughs> hmm. One of my biggest, like, confusions of my childhood is oatmeal raisin cookies being my mom's favorite. I just don't know how that's physically possible. Um, <laughs> I don't even know if they should be considered cookies. Like, <laughs> I've I've been in the situation where it's like someone's like, I'll make cookies. And then it's like, oh, great. And, and then, then it's, and then and they it's, make oatmeal it's raisin. no bake or oatmeal raisin. And I'm just like, ah, I didn't know I was coming over for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, Perry, no bake cookies aren't awful, but they're too much. Like they're too much sweet yeah. going on in one space. Like yeah. they're if definitely of... they're definitely worse for you than like a chocolate chip cookie. Are they? I would say oh, so. I think they've got to be. Huh. Friends, but I will say if, nope. if you're hosting a party and I'm invited and you're planning on making cookies, just know that I think the the safe way to go chocolate chip 
or anything related to chocolate chip, such as M&M, chocolate chunk, anything in those veins. What about white chocolate um, macadamia nut? I don't like nuts, really. Snickerdoodles, super underrated. Honestly, dude, just a soft sugar cookie slaps. Way more than oatmeal raisin cookies. Although, yeah. for some reason, I love oatmeal cream pies. That's because they're delicious. Well, that's, they're, that's a different consistency, much different consistency. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Perry, I'm gonna I'm gonna say oatmeal raisin cookies. Yes, they are bad. I agree. I will say no big cookies, while not great, are not useless because they are a great fun activity and snack for a young child. Oh, okay. Because then they okay. think that they made something, even though they didn't bake them, because they are no bake. Right on. The movie I care a lot just came out on Netflix. People seem to be raving about it. Is absolutely trash. I have no opinions. I've not so, seen it. There you go, guys. You know that now. Uh, that's from me, Perry Wilson. Don't watch the movie. If you like the movie, you stink. <laughs> <laughs> Beyonce is not that great of a singer, oh, but we've kind of already okay. talked about that. Well, that's not true. She's an incredible singer. She's an incredible singer, Perry. You know who... Oh, Perry Wilson, I can't believe you said that. <laughs> Beyonce Carter is the winningest woman at the Grammys ever with 28. Yeah, she's, I mean, she's a performer no, in my mind. she's incredible in every facet. She's not the artist of our generation because being an artist and being a good singer are two totally different things. I can make you a list of 30 people that are better singers than Taylor Swift. She's just a better artist. Mm. Beyonce is an incredible singer. She can do riffs. She can do runs. She can belt. She can go high. She can go low. She can do it all. She's nowhere near in my mind to like Whitney Houston, like Mariah Carey. Like that's kind of the same, the kind of same age group genre and nowhere close in my mind of, of talent singers. So, she, in my mind, Perry, no one will ever reach Whitney Houston, so I don't think that's fair. Yeah. My personal I guess opinion. so. The only thing Mariah Carey can do is hit a whistle note. That's the only thing exciting she can do. Beyonce made R&B mainstream, which is really hard. Yeah, well. No, you're wrong. She's an incredible singer. Absolutely incredible. Last, but certainly not least, pineapple is great on pizza. That is a crime punishable by death by death <laughs> it's a crime punishable by banishment it's i've i've and i've tried it i've tried it and it's absolutely 10 out of 10 oh, it's, disgusting it's fantastic it's so don't you bad. love grilled do you not like grilled pineapple in general not at all not at grilled all pineapple is so good and so when you it's kind of like it when you put it on pizza it's pineapple great. should never it's a little be warm sweetness to pizza oh it's great guys no, pineapple so on pizza it's 100% so bad all day. it's so <laughs> bad Oh, I'm. I want to put up a poll on our Insta, Wes. Let's get that poll up sometime this week. Pineapple on pizza, yes or no? Please, it's so let's bad. hear from you. It's so last bad. time, last time we put one of these polls up, it was it was Andrew Garfield or Tobey Maguire, and Andrew Garfield won. And so now we know that that's fact that's because our nice. our fans thought Andrew Garfield over Tobey Maguire. So let's make pineapple on pizza a fact, guys. No, emphatic no. period. No, 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 no. <laughs> so bad. You know what? What it sounds like the worst night ever to me, Perry? What? Eating 
pineapple pizza and watching the amazing spider-man with you <laughs> not even if it not even if it was in person the two of us back together like the good old days it still sounds awful well perry if we were back together like the good old days i would probably talk to you the entire time reminisce over the the good old days of the tark 273 good times i mean speaking of which we we don't do a lot of storytelling on this pod but but maybe a good episode coming up let, let us know if you think this is a good idea is is just just going through and they don't even have to be Wes and perry specific stories they could be some west stories some perry stories just just kind of shooting the breeze telling mm-hmm. some of our f- funny life stories we'll see i don't know is that something that that you guys are interested in well, we usually stick pretty close to a topic on this show, so maybe we can, maybe we can just have a good old story time, get get a, let, sit on some rocking chairs and shoot the breeze. <laughs> maybe maybe if you have a story that you were a part of with one of us, you could slide into our DMs and tell us to tell that one. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I know that we, we really haven't told stories since we had the Patreon, and 2K was on. On for episode nine, maybe I think. I think. You're right. I think you're right. And and we we took like a thirty minute clip or twenty five minute clip out of the episode and put it on our Patreon as bonus content of of just telling telling roommate stories. I might still honestly have the clip somewhere. I can look for it. But yeah, we haven't really told some good stories since then. Uh, and there's a lot. There's, there's a lot a of lot. good funny. There's a lot, a lot of good we, funny stories. We've done a lot so. of things. Yeah, I'm not gay, but twenty bucks is twenty bucks. <laughs> I I saw that that shirt at Key West a couple weekends ago, and I just thought of you. Just thought of you. So glad. So. And you know what's best part is, Perry, the the listeners that don't know that story, they have no idea what we're saying. Yep, but that's kind of the also dangerous part about telling life stories on podcasts. Yeah, then we're just they, then we're just exposed. If we're just telling inside jokes, then nobody knows what's going on. So they've got to be pretty universal stories that are funny, no matter if they're inside jokes or not. We can try. We can try. Yep. We can try to figure that out. But anyway, two weeks from now, I believe... Well, I guess it all depends on if we get a riot in the last Dragon BMC done any of these days. So that's that's still TBD. Um, I would love to do it because I've been waiting to put out my official review until we got a podcast episode out. But... I think we've our next episode, I believe, is the voice actors for a day episode. Which that'll be wild. Which I'm really excited about. We're gonna have Jacob Riggs. Oh, what a blessing! Back on the pod as a third time guest. That's crazy. And he's a, he, first, he's basically a co-host now. Yeah, but does it count if one of the guests was a BMC? I guess it does because Kelly was on for two BMCs and one episode, and we called her a three time. Now it's Kelly, Corey, and Jacob. That's right. Like the three, like the, three the trio. Years. Maybe someday, yep. Perry, we should both be like on vacation. You know, like how like newscasters like on vacation, they have that random uh, newscaster that just fills in yeah. the sub. Maybe we, we should just go, bring in, just bring in of... like a couple people that aren't us. <laughs> yeah, and just see what happens. Could be fun. Could be big. Could be weird too. Could be really weird. They might just huh. trash us the whole time. Or they might just take our jobs. Also true. That could be like the and most then people be like, episode. People would be like, oh. These guys are way better than the normal hosts. Oh, no. Actually, yeah, you know what? I rescind that idea. Well, yeah, let's not do that. Let's not ever let's do, not that. do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Cool beans. So two weeks, voice actors for a day. Jacob Riggs will be picking out some characters from some TV shows that we've probably never seen. 
and we will be deciding what we think those voices of those characters are, reading lines from those characters, and then seeing who is the best voice actor, um, or at least does the best job of creating a voice for the character. So... It's going to be interesting. I don't know. I've been excited for this one. I think it's pretty unique. Uh, after that, I think we've got another guess the movie score in the in coming up. On, we thought on about doing that again. Yeah, so you can smoke me 2.0. again and, and make some meme out of me. Yep, guess the movie score 2.0 on the horizon. So that was that's definitely one of uh, definitely the fan favorites there. So get excited for some fun stuff and before too long i will be back in indiana for the summer and there'll be some some in-person recordings done person not so socially distanced recording yeah definitely we'll be so close and it's gonna be great amazing we love to see it cool all right until next the next episode stay hungry stay humble and stay hydrated (laughs) 